0: The title of this episode is The Big Dream List. Well, we all have dreams and dreams are exciting and it's important to have them. It's also important to write them down and to be intentional with them and to really put energy behind your dreams. Like, So sometimes we think about things that we dream about in our life or we want in our life and we just kind of, they pop in and pop out as we're maybe driving our car or going on a walk. But really, we want to start to amplify those dreams, and we want to put energy behind them. So if you have a dream, have you written it down? Have you thought about it? Do you think about it often? Do you put out the intention to the universe? Like, look, I want to call this into my life. I want to bring this dream into my reality. We're going to talk about that today. And lots of other things. But one of the things that was my favorite part of talking to our guest today was reading her dream list. She shares the whole thing in her new book, Life Mastery. And what was so cool about it is that it got me thinking about my dreams and it got me thinking, like, oh my gosh, I've never even considered that. And I've never even thought about that. And somehow reading the expansiveness or listening to the expansiveness for you guys today makes you feel more expansive, makes you take a look at your dream list. If you've written it down, or even if you haven't, this is the perfect opportunity and think, Oh my gosh, what else do I want to do like in my life? And what, where is the places that I want to go? And, and what do I want to contribute and what do I want to call into my world? And so It's really cool to start thinking bigger and the power of sharing our dream list, which I super recommend that if you have, you know, soul sisters and friends that are super supportive or a circle of people that you love that are all yes, yes to everything, meaning they don't, they don't, um, they don't try to contract you and say, no, that's not possible. But if you have people in your life that are just like, yeah, dream bigger and even sharing your dream list and letting people in on, here's what I'm creating, here's what I'm doing in my life. And so it's super fun because we talk all about dreams in this episode and just all about life mastery, all the different areas of life that we can explore and come to mastery in. And so my guest today is Sherry Sterling Fernandes, and she has literally taken her life journey and put it into a book called life mastery, personal progression towards an infinite potential. Like all of the cool areas that she has discovered um, in her journey, she's kind of giving you those keys, those golden keys. So Sherry and her husband, Ken are rags to riches story against all odds. They found success, not only financially, but in each of the eight areas of life mastery, physical, spiritual, relationships, education, motivation, lifestyle, and character. The life mastery program is a result of their careful study of the principles of success and a lifetime of practicing those principles. What makes Shuri unique is her ability to teach personal development in the years of study and practice that she has invested herself personally Um, to master the principles that she now teaches to others. In 2009, in the midst of the recession, Sherry opened a boutique fitness and personal development business. And for more than 25 years, while raising her large family um, and opening other businesses along the way, she has given to her community. She has shared the principles of life mastery and the principles of living a healthy, happy, and well life. With people all around the world. And she took time to sit down and create this book um, with all the things that she has learned and taught. And one of the things that I loved is she included her entire dream list in the book. So you get to come into her world. And what's so cool is she has X's next to the things that she has already done on her dream list. And there are quite a few X's on this really extraordinary dream list, which just tells you that her intentionality of of putting this dreamless down and focusing on it that she has called in opportunities to experience all of these cool things, tons of traveling, tons of adventuresome, um awesome things in life. And it really, when I read it, made me feel like, yeah, this is living, right? we can we can exist or we can really live, like go out to experience all the cool things that life has to offer. And so with no further ado, please welcome to the show, Sherry Sterling Fernandes. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the show. We're happy you're here.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here too.
0: Wonderful. Um, So I'm really excited to talk about your book, Life Mastery. I enjoyed going through your book um, and so many good wisdom nuggets in there. Um, But one of the things that really stood out for me at the beginning um, was just your life journey and some of the, the things that you shared that you learned along the way. And one of the things that I enjoyed and smiled about were those moments in the journey of feeling like, you wanna give up or feeling like you're not sure how you're gonna make it out of those moments, right? Or make it through those moments. And I think that's that's kind of like the $1,000 question, right? Is like, how do we move through those sticky points or those challenging points? And, and you shared so beautifully about it. I was wondering like, what kind of advice or guidance um, from your journey would you give to people that are maybe you know, feeling challenged in their life, or feeling like they're moving through a tough point.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a tricky thing, and and of course, that's part of life, and we're always going to have those moments. Um, main thing is you just got to keep going, right? You just you just kind of pick yourself up and say, "I just got to keep going, keep putting one foot in front of the other." I I, to, I tell about that story in the book about um, when I was just alone. I was I had a little baby, and I was alone, and I had no help, and I. I was looking for somebody to help me actually at that point. I thought somebody should be taking responsibility here. And I was looking, searching, searching out for somebody that could help ease the burden. And then one day I just, this doesn't sound negative. And when I tell, my, tell the story, my daughter says, mom, you don't believe this all the time. do you? I don't at one level and another level I do. But I said, there's only me and really, there's only me to get this done. And really that's true of most of our responsibilities, right? There's only me to take care of this thing. And so I've just got to, to pull it together and get get it done. And you move through it. And those moments are really only just a, a moment really in life, but they can test us and test our character and help build us, make us stronger. I used to ride bikes with this friend of mine and would like to ride up this canyon. Uh, it was flat, more or less flat, except that the wind would like to blow through there. Sometimes it would just be so strong. We'd call those character building rides when we were. <laughs> I like but- that. That's kind of how life is, right? We just have those character-building moments when we just gather together. And what you say to yourself, too. I I listed a number of things I say to myself that I've used in my gym with clients, but there's only buddy but me. You know, what you think about expands. I can do anything for a minute, a day, a week.
0: Yeah, it's so true in those moments because when you're at that, like I was thinking you mentioned a gym and you know, you get to that point where it's like, I can't do another rep, right? Or I can't go that extra mile. And if somebody's there saying, yes, you can, right? You've got one more in you. Like it's literally at that point, mindset or your ability to just say, right, I can do this.
1: Right. You know, I did a bodybuilding show last on It's in the book, in the book about this is on my, my um, big dreams list for forever. And it kind of given it up and writing the book, I thought I got to go do it. So I went and did that in November, but the trainer and um, this is a guy who's been in the bodybuilding business for decades. And he said, he was talking about reps, you know, like you were talking about, I can't do one more rep. He said, and you 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 measure these by by a perceived rate of failure, right? My perceived rate of failure might be 10. I can only do 10. I've got to 10. It's all I can do. He said, even the most professional bodybuilders can do more, do more reps than they think they can. It's universal. And that's kind of a good lesson in life too, right? We can always do more than we think we can. We think we're at our limit. I remember being in so many classes, we're doing dips on a bench in the class and I'm like, that's it, I can't do another round. And then I would just think of something positive and all of a sudden I'm I'm blowing it out of the water. All of a sudden I'm going fast and I'm finishing the set. And so, yeah, we can always do more than we think we can, more reps than we think we can, one more hard thing than we think we can.
0: And, you know, you bring up an interesting point because that perceived rate of failure or point where you say I'm done, like also your ego voice in your head will tell you that other people don't have that. So you said this is universal. This is across the board for everybody, because in those moments you feel like someone could probably do this, right? Or someone doesn't have my same struggle of feeling up against it and, and being able to, you know, transcend that. So fascinating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know, and that doing that, a lot of it is what we say to ourselves, too. Like, if you say to yourself, and we'll go back to the fitness analogy, but you say to yourself, this is hard. I, this is, I don't know if I can do another one. This is really hard. I am really all out on this one. If you change that, that um, soundtrack in your mind, the thing you're saying to yourself is, this isn't that hard. I could do, I've done more than this before. I've done other hard things. I bet if I tried, I could do more. I'm gonna go for three more. And you can almost every time get the three more. Yeah. Life is like that too. What you're saying to yourself. If you say I'm tired, you'll be tired. If you say it's hard, it'll be hard. If you say, it's a bit of a a challenge. I think I'm up for it. You'll be up for it. So what we tell ourselves is hugely important in those moments, the things that we're saying to ourselves.
0: Yeah, that is so true and powerful. And you brought up your big dreams list, which I loved in the book. And I love that you shared it. So all of your big dreams were there and you had X's next to the ones that you had done, which you've done so much. You've traveled so much and and gone places. And it really like the power of you sharing yours, I think opens up. A big dream list because sometimes even if we sit down to write down our big dreams, we don't dream big enough, right? Or we don't we don't put those things down there. Um, so talk about the practice of a big dreams list and how you know when that started in your life and how that's evolved.
1: Um, I'd like to go back and talk to first a second about the big dreams list in, in terms of when I'm coaching with somebody. Um, I go there first and I go there first in the book. Is it the most important of your why? I don't know how it fits in that, but it's so interesting that when I work with clients, as the first thing I have them do after they do the assessment, how much so many of them struggle trying to come up with the big dreams until they really let themselves cut loose with the big dreams. But let me go back to me. Um, I had big dreams, I think is just by nature. And what happened with me is I found myself in my early twenties with, and this is in the book, um, married did not plan to be married, not plan to have children, but I had a child. Then I got married. Then I had another child. And I'm like, I wanted things, but we were so, so poor. We had partied away our, our education years and our opportunity to get ourselves set up. And we were just like, um, I can't even tell you. It was, my dad bought us a truckload of, of groceries he'd come across uh, in a in a salvage. We lived on that for like three years. <laughs> it was that tough, but I wanted things. I wanted to be, I felt like I could have children and still have a really uh, fit, sexy body. And every woman wants to be sexy, right? And I thought I could, if I was going to be married, I'm going to have the best marriage possible. And I wanted things, I didn't want things like material. I wasn't very materialistic, particularly, but I wanted no ceiling on my income. I wanted, if I wanted something, I wanted to be able to buy it. And I wanted my, I wanted to be educated. I'd been a debater in high school. I was smart and I knew I was smart, but I was, behind in my education i want all of those things and i just believed it was possible And once you start dreaming just the sky's the limit right once you start dreaming it just grows and grows and grows and grows once i can get my clients to start dreaming and start thinking of things they just they just it grows and you do one thing and you think of two others you do this one exciting thing i did the mont blanc tournament de mont blanc I mentioned that in the book, and immediately I knew of two other walks I wanted to do. I want to do one in Turkey, and I want to do one in Portugal. They weren't even on my list before. So big dreams. It's, it's what keeps you going, too, when the work gets mundane. Day-to-day habits and the work day-to-day can be a little mundane, but keeping those big dreams in mind can keep you motivated.
0: Yeah, I, it's, so, it's so great because it really sparked, for me as a reader, to to think about, cause it's one thing, you know, I've heard people make lists and dream lists, right? That's not something that's like new per se, but you sharing yours was really powerful because Like you said, when you are getting into the life's mundane tasks, if you say to yourself, like, this is the dream I'm working towards, or this is the thing I'm saving towards, or I'm, you know, I'm going to do, then even while you're, let's say, doing dishes or laundry or, you know, doing things that are very like rote, you can be envisioning like that next thing on your dream list and how you're going to do that and how you're gonna do that. And and so it brings like that spark of excitement. I mean, when I read your dream list, I was like, this is like, what an exciting life. Like you've done so many cool things. I'm like, this is great. And then I started thinking to myself, like that's because you took the time to really think about those things. And like you are just sharing, one thing leads to the idea for the next thing and so on. And it's so expansive.
1: Right. You do. um, You start, you start doing those big dreams and they just, you just keep wanting to do more and more all the time. It's interesting. I've had people who know me pretty well, read the book and say, I had no idea you had done that many things. And I've done some things since the book was published that's on that list. Um, So that in what you say, getting you through the mundane, the rote things, that's, one of the biggest reasons to have a big dreams list. I'll tell you an um, keep uh, stories. I have a, a, a younger man that I'm coaching right now and he's really great, but it's all pretty new for him. He's totally enthusiastic and just growing in leaps and bounds. But he said, one of the struggles, he's in his mid twenties. He said, one of my struggles is social media. I'm spending too much time on social media, flipping through videos. And, and he said, how, do, how can I get control of that? And I said to him, Being on social media, you've got big dreams. Being on social media will not make your dreams come true. He's like, right, right. <laughs> and just that thought that he, has, he he's all these things that he wants to accomplish, and when he's on social media, it's not helping him accomplish them. That one thing, that one thought, helped him get a handle on the social media. Just that big dream. That yeah. big dream, And just writing, I mean, we know that the effectiveness of writing down things, just that thing alone can... Bring them, I don't know if it's a lot of attraction. I don't know what happens for sure, but just the fact that you write them make them more likely that they will happen.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And I think, you know, what you were just saying, like with your coaching client, like being able to just link up everything to the, the big dreams, like if that's the intention that you're going to do these things, then it's easy to say, what am I doing in my life or how am I spending my time? that isn't in alignment with me getting to do these things right that isn't going to help and support that so it gives you like a north star almost it's it's really cool like it was impactful i'm glad even your friends are like wow look at all the stuff you've done um and got to know you know got to know even more about you that's awesome um what's the role of accountability like in the process of let's say showing up to our big dreams
1: of course it's everything you know you have to be accountable and And while an accountability partner or coach, which I highly recommend both, it can be very, very helpful in getting where you want to go. You have to have some means of being accountable to yourself. and You can't always have another person there holding your feet to the fire. Right. And so one of the reasons that uh, I feel that Life Mastery is unique and was important to me is that I gave people tools to be accountable. I am just a hugest believer. I've watched the miracle in my life and in my client's life of using a tracking sheet. And so you're you, you every day you mark your tracking sheet of the things that you were you that you do every day, your daily habits. Did I work out? Did I get enough water? Did I eat breakfast? Did I read? Did I meditate? Did I pray? Whatever the things are that you need to do every day, actually tracking those. Peter Drucker said that what gets measured gets managed. And that's just an uh that's a universal principle, right? And yep. so we have to find a tool or a means to hold ourselves accountable. I talk in the book about how when I was just this young. Nobody taught me this thing. This is something that I don't know. I think I got the idea from children's charts or something, but I thought I'm going to do a little card. I would call it a tracking sheet now. And I'm going to put, I won three. I had no habits. I was the most undisciplined uh, person. (laughs) People who know me now just can't even believe that that is true. I was the most undisciplined person. I thought I'm going to develop these three habits. And I made a little card and put it up on my, like a chart, and put it up on my calendar where the cabinet, you know, in front of my cabinet where the people could see it. And I had my three things listed down, you know, down in the list, and my calendar days across the top. And I checked it off, and I thought, I don't don't want anybody to see that I've missed a day, so I had to do it. And that's one way how I started to be hold myself accountable. I no way could have afforded a coach or an accountability partner in those days, if I knew they even existed. But that uh, that little habit, I still do to this day. I keep a tracking sheet, not on my cabinet, but I've done that for forty years, and it's. then it's where the rubber meets the road.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. And I love that you bring up, you know, even if like, it's not possible to hire, you know, accountability partner or coach, like, you in your own, with your own, you know, the people that live with you, or your own friends. Like you can ask them to hold you accountable to the things that you want to move forward on in your life. And I think it's great that you put it up, kind of, you know, in the main space so everybody could kind of see like what you're up to. And I don't know, and- yeah,
1: I don't know if maybe even noticed it. But for me, my pride—I let my pride be my accountability partner. <laughs>
0: that's whatever it takes, right?
1: Whatever it takes, right? But I have those habits to this very day. I have those very habits every single day of my life. So it worked.
0: It's so great. It's awesome. And, and why do you think like in your coaching business, like, and in your life experience, they always talk about like, you know, you hear stories about people who, you know, build businesses or get to, you know, a place of fulfillment in their life. And they talk about the road and they, and obviously it's not some smooth paved path and all of the things that they overcome in that process. And everybody goes through that. What gives someone the fortitude to, to walk that path and to continue to show up? And what have you seen in just human nature that causes people to you know, say I can't do this or to not, you know, not feel like they have what it takes to to walk their own path, right? To their own fulfillment.
1: Oh, I, I, early in the book, I addressed that um, this and is actually the premise of the book is that that it's personal progression, it's growing that makes us happy. That's at the end of the day, that's where happiness comes from. If we're not growing, we're not happy. If we're stagnant, we're not happy. I, what you say about people, it hurts my heart that anybody would think that they couldn't move forward or, and there are, of course, there's a lot of people who feel like they're stuck and they couldn't move forward. Um, that's when you would really use a coach, right? Um, but you can, anybody can do it. You just have to start with one little step, one little mind the the habits I put on that card that they were little, they were not very big things. It um, starts somewhere. Don't overwhelm yourself, but just start somewhere, move forward, do something, do one hard thing or do pick up one little habit and just push through that one, and when you get that one down, just do another one. I I suspect what overwhelms a lot of people is they they want to do it all right now. And personal growth, human growth, whether it's your body or it's your soul or it's your mind, it only grows slowly. We can only grow as a person in little tiny increments. You know, when you're you're a child and you, your mom marks the wall, I, I think I talked about this in the book, your mom marks the wall for how tall you are Did, they, did your mother do that? Yeah. Yeah. Me, right. And I was so excited to grow. I'd go back the next day or maybe in a couple of days and maybe I grew. And of course I never did. But if you go, but you forget about it and you go six months or a year you've grown and all human growth is like that. And maybe what trips a lot of people up is too high of expectations of what it was going to look like. Just start with something and you'll build on it pretty quickly, but just start with start someplace. I love the uh, analogy that I used about uh, hiking at Mont Blanc. We, every, we literally, we hiked around the massive. So we hiked from France into Italy and from Italy into Switzerland and from Switzerland so back to France. So every day we'd climb this just whopping mountains, like just huge up and then down the other side. And you just go and you go and you go. And you think, when oh, you look ahead, and you think oh, I'll never get there. If you look back and see how far you've come, just take a break once in a while and say, you know, I have come quite a ways. I am going to get there. That helps too. I think stopping and and recognizing I did grow. I did change. I have come a long way. If I've come this far, I can come, I can go farther.
0: Such great advice. And what made you, the book's called Life Mastery, Personal Progression Towards an Infinite Potential. What made you sit down and write the book at this time? (laughs) that is such a good question Mm -hmm. i had
1: i've been speaking for years like 20 years and um i would have frequently and on different topics on on marriage on spirituality on motivation fitness obviously and afterwards i'd have people like quite frequently say, you should write a book and i i can't i can't even tell you how far from my intentions that was i'd say i'm a speaker not a writer i just did not feel like i would ever do that but things come together i think the universe Uh, aligns or however that works but one time a couple of people said it to me and I said no no in a short period of time then my husband said no really you should and I thought maybe I should I just I know a lot of people say this and it sounds cheesy but I really felt like I was inspired to do it and that it came through me that rather than from me you know you hear people say that but no I really do feel like I read it now and I think who wrote this It just was inspired. I literally wrote that book in not that many hours a week. I took these seven months, but we still traveled, even though it was COVID. And uh, I don't know how many hours. I wish I'd track the hours, but it surprisingly came together fast with the amount of time I put in it. But my husband always said it took you forty years to write the book. You had to live it for forty years before you could write it. Uh, so I, it was inspired. It just came together. I'm sure COVID had part part of it because I needed some place to share. I wasn't able to speak or teach, or I still did mentoring, but uh, couldn't do workshops. So it just is inspired, and the time was right. And I put everything I know in that book because I'm 65. I'm almost 66. I'm a, I probably won't write another book. <laughs> I don't think I'll write another book. So everything I know is in there. It's 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 full of information.
0: Yeah, it's so great. It's kind of like, and you bring up the point that everything is connected to everything. Meaning, you talk about the physical and the spiritual and relationships. And you go into, you know, all the things that make up, right. This infinite potential and this, like you could say overall health and well-being, and what you've learned on your journey. And so I think it's powerful because I think sometimes they want, you know, people want to um, pigeonhole on one topic, right? Like let's just talk about your physical health or let's just talk about, you know, your soul. And yet, you know, anyone on the journey of personal development is like, right? This is all interconnected. Like, there you can't even separate these things out.
1: No, you can't. You can't. Anything of consequence affects every aspect of you. And I have. I could coach. I can coach business. We are we are serial entrepreneurs. I could be a business coach. I certainly can be a fitness coach. I could be a spiritual coach, a relationship coach. I could do any of those things. But I will not. If somebody wants to work with me, they have to do all of it, or I'm not interested. Because if I help somebody be really successful in one area and they only work in that one area, the other areas are going going to suffer. And that's not happiness and that's not helping them really, right? You get all your time and energy um, trying to reach this one goal and then find out that you've lost, it's cost you too much. It costs too much if you don't do it in a balanced way. If you don't consider all aspects of yourself financial success, even fitness, any aspect, it will cost you too much if you let another part go.
0: Yeah, that it's it's so important to understand that. Like it's so important. I don't think, you know, usually we enter Transformation through one doorway, right? Like, either like relationship, I'm having, you know, an immediate pain or problem in relationship or, or in physical health or whatever. But pretty much once you get in that door, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to need to look at all of these things because, and it's awesome that you have that as your standard. Like, I'm not going to take someone down the road that's going to cause imbalance in their life or cause issue with other aspects of their life. Like, people need to understand it's a, it's a whole holistic really approach, um, to life mastery, because it is, that's the truth.
1: It is the truth. We say the word holistic a lot. We stop and think, but what does that really mean? Holistic, like holistic, well, really everything does affect everything. And we're not going to be happy if it's out of balance. We're just not going to be happy if it's out of balance. And you can't think either, like, as soon as I, um, get this much money, then I'll start spending more time with my family. It doesn't work like that. By that time, it might be too late. It's got to be pretty much, not that we're ever in complete balance. We never are completely balanced, but we have to be aware of all those eight areas all of the time.
0: Yeah, it's so true. Well, this book is a treasure trove of like, you know, just life mastery and and all of the experiences and your personal experiences and the things that you've learned from coaching people it's awesome i really really enjoyed going through it and i know you guys will too where uh can people find out more about you and your coaching
1: we have a, a website lifemasteryinfo.com and you can buy the book autograph copies of the book on the website uh starting tomorrow actually i think right now it's not up so it'll probably be tomorrow before that's Going to be up and running. Um, and then, of course, the book's available on Amazon, and there's more information on mentorings where I've developed a mentoring program for people who've been through this program uh, for and it had a lot of experience with it are now uh, being trained to be mentors so they can mentor the Life Mastery Principles because obviously I can't do, I can't feel the demand now that we're having uh, for learning these principles. So it's all available on the website, lifemasteryinfo.com. The book is on Amazon. And it's life mastery.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing your life experience. That that big dreams list, you guys, you want to get this book and, and start writing down your big dreams. It's pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: get that big dreams list going because
0: life's short. You yeah, to, exactly. No regrets, right? Exactly. It's so good. It's so good. Well, thank you, Sherry. Thank you for having me. I
1: appreciate it.
0: I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes.